Okay, so this is take two. We did a recording on this last, last week. week. So we are talking about an event we did on November the 3rd, which is about 12 days ago. And a lot has happened since then. But we had an event with um, Dave Stevens, who is an economist who I guess is on his own now. But he was the head of FHA. Um, not FHA. Fanny, Fanny and Freddie. Yeah. For two different presidents. Um, just has a good pulse on the overall housing market and what's happening. Mm-hmm. And we've already started to see a lot of stuff play out as he said it was already since the third. Um, so yeah. What do you, are you seeing the same thing, Jackie? Yes. So seeing positive things, um, just in the past three, well, five, less than five days, I didn't have showings on listings for almost two weeks and I had showings on two of them and got one of them under contract. So clearly the rate drop from the inflation news got people deciding they need to do something quickly. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that I've seen that he said it was going to happen. Yeah. You've watched it, Kelly, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, rates dropped a half point. Point, That's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that buyers are starting to get back out into the market. They're like, "Oh crap, we better do this before rates go back up." And honestly, the rates, I don't I wouldn't be nearly as concerned about, especially based on his um presentation, but I'd be more worried about the cost of the houses. Correct. Yes. Cuz they're going to go back up. Yeah, we just don't have the inventory. We still don't have the inventory. Yeah. And he went over that too, the whole thing. So, yeah, it's going to be very tight for many years. Yeah. Well, not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. So let's do proper introductions. I'm here with Jackie Gautro. 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 <laughs> I'm always yes, bad Gautreau. with Gautro. Yes. And Kelly Smith. A lot easier to say. It's way easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> How to say it, Jackie? How... Gautro. So Go. just think GoPro. Gautro. That's right. You said that last time. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah, Dave Stevens went over a lot. Do you guys want to go over... 30,000 foot view and then come in closer. Yeah. Yeah. I think absolutely. we should. So okay. People know why we're excited about what happened last week. Yeah. So kind of the big things is that, um, the inflation data was a big thing. Supply and demand, um, Huge. which we're going to go a lot into his, what he was saying about demographics, about what's coming forward. Um, and that the mortgage industry has to get right sized. Right. Was there anything else that I missed? No, I think that was... No, I mean, even on his first slide, which the slides will either be linked in the show yes, notes... Yes, I'm going to try to figure out a way. attached in the show notes, we're unsure. And if I can't get that, then email me. I'll email you a copy. Okay. Let's yeah. say your email. I'll, I'll, put a, I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, on slide one, it talks about how winter is a buyer's window of yep. opportunity and that the fundamentals of home home ownership have not changed, which I think has been a running principle of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. So why explain that, what you took from him, why the winner is the best buying opportunity? Well, because I think that by the time buyers have figured out that, hey, rates have gone down, they're not going to go back to the 2%. Oh my gosh, 2%. It was such a, I mean, 
don't get me wrong, I took advantage of the opportunity, right. but um, it was, that was artificially deflated. Like interest rates should not have been that low, but we needed them there to support our economy. Yeah. Um, now the economy is back up and running on its own. We can't have it still artificially low. No, but that's what people keep holding on to. They're yeah. listening to the media, and the media is acting like things are going to crash. Oh, yeah, and that there's going to be a bubble pop and right. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there's no inventory, and 30% of America right now, it, what is it? They don't have a mortgage, isn't it? Is something like that? I, I mean, it's know. ridiculous. I haven't heard that. No? But that could be right. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to now 30%? It's something ridiculous that uh, Sounds about right. of It'd Americans don't have a mortgage. Like, they've paid it off. I mean, they probably you, did because when you got that lower rate. Yeah. Does that I mean, include investors too? You're looking I would think up. more. Um, yeah. I would yeah. think for that number to be that high, it'd have to include investors. While Kelly's looking that up, kind of the next slide that he kind of talked about is the rates over the last 30 years or 60 years and how we're still significantly lower yes. than what even, uh, it's right around where the average is, six and a half. Well, and I mean, if you look at the chart they have on here, seven and a half was considered a good rate. Yeah. yeah. So we're not even at that. Yeah. It's just that they've been so low that everybody thinks they're going to go back down. Yeah. So um, the overall market, like the flow of um, mortgages, mm. how many people are going to be getting mortgages, really is not going to drop from... No current levels i mean it, it dropped from 2020 and 2021 just because of refinances and stuff like that but right. um we're gonna do roughly in 2023 what we did this year which is still really good because yeah. it's still above overall history but one of the big calls that he did was he showed how the media was manipulating data to prove their point um so kelly just showed me this thing this Read um it. according to policyadvice.net says the percentage of u.s households owned free and clear is a fair 37 percent according to bloomberg's wow. data analysis well but now if you think about that which we're going to talk about in a minute is my generation of the baby boomers yeah we've always been taught pay off your mortgage as quick yeah. as you can mm -hmm. yeah. so that was the second biggest generation. Correct. So I think they really focused on it. They Correct. took advantage of the lower rates, leveraged it, mm -hmm. used it, and got rid of their debt. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. But so I, much different than 2008. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the amount of people who own their homes free and clear, there's less people to foreclose on, number yeah. one. And it's a huge financial asset. Yeah. Like people are in the green because housing values have not dropped. Right. So which what my point what I was going to get to is the slides like they're showing the the markets falling or collapsing but they were showing basically from 2020 and 2021. They're zoomed in. Yeah, they're zoomed in. You got to zoom out a little bit and yep. go back to Well, that's what he talked about. Yep. Is on TV, was it CNBC or something, something like that. and yeah. he said the chart they used and he showed two other examples of the exact same chart. And it looked a whole lot better on the other two Correct. charts. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but about the where he thinks that rates are going to be, it's one of his next few slides, is that um, rates should fall to about an average of 
Um, he thinks sometime second, second quarter, quarter next year, beginning yeah. of third quarter, mm-hmm. is really where that will kind of bottom out at, which is great. Yeah. But as evidenced last week, it may be earlier than that. Correct. Because if the inflation, inflation numbers yeah. are showing a whole lot better. Yeah. And what Jackie is referencing is the inflation numbers came out last week on Thursday. Yes. That um, CPI data. Yeah. CPI data came out saying that, you know, we've somewhat reached the peak of inflation, or at least right. they're projecting it. And so mortgage interest rates dropped half a percent. It In went one from day. seven to six and a half, which is huge. Yeah. Massive. It was an amazing drop. 200 yeah. basis points as far as. Yeah. So if you're waiting to time the market, don't. Don't. Yeah. No. Time in the market will be timing the market. The one thing he talked about was winter is when most people pull their homes off the market because they're going through the holidays. But he said, if you're a serious buyer, you need to be looking because you're probably going to get the best deals. Yeah. If you do it this winter, just because of the people that will stay on the market and they're ready to move. Yeah. That was his big point that he kept driving home was. Yeah. This window of time that we're in is mm-hmm. prime time to be buying because very short yeah, window. The rate well, is always fixable. And I would always push people to I mean, pushing people to new construction right now would be fantastic because the builders don't want it on their books January one. No. Correct. They do not want it on their books. So if you can close within the end of the year, I mean in the next six to seven weeks, they'll buy your rate down. Oh, I've seen yeah. there so, Scott and I've talked about this. They're putting like fifteen to sixteen to twenty thousand dollars to buy down your mm-hmm. rate, plus giving them closing costs. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm like, do it. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's talking about. He talked a lot about right the mortgage industry mortgage industry right sizing, and basically that he's talking about the the mortgage companies need to level off as far as the number of employees and right. Um, well, We're like st- like our field in real estate. Yeah. Everybody came out of the woodwork when the market got good. Correct. And the same thing with lenders. I mean, people who've had their loan officer license, they say, oh, I can get back in the market, yeah. make a lot of money quick. Yeah. So mm-hmm. those Some people are going to have to go away. Just yeah. like we're already seeing, I know I am, agents leaving left and right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the, the real estate commission sends out your invoice yes at the beginning of november <laughs> yes. and it's due the middle of december and i paid mine today actually yeah. yes i mean mine's already paid i got the yeah. email i turned around i paid it yep. and it's i think that people sit there and they stare at that bill and they're like is it actually worth it and for a lot of them the answer is no yeah and to exactly which bid you adieu (laughs) (laughs) yes we we had way too many agents in the market yeah on the back side though in the mortgage industry um he talked a lot about the rates on in throughout history have kind of been over a a point and a half to two points over the 10-year treasury and we're way above that right now and that's because of the investors going for the 10-year treasury versus buying real estate correct yeah. Once that kind of right sizes and the secondary market kind of figures out that por- portion of it, rates will kind of go back in line with the 10-year treasury bill. Well, you know, the one interesting thing, I've gotten a couple of calls from sell or from people wanting to sell, right? Yep. They've kind of tried to time the market and now they're thinking they're going to get an investor offering them a great offer. Mm-hmm. And I said, those people aren't around now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Their money is in the 10-year treasury because they know that the rates are going to drop. 
and they can make more money over the 10 year versus doing a lot you know buying mm -hmm. a house yeah because it's just gonna it's gonna recap too quickly so um i think people need to understand that the investors are not your competition so for many people who got pushed out of the market because of the investors they need to take another look while they're out of the market because mm -hmm. they will be coming back yep they yeah. do every time yep. so yeah um the next kind of big thing is that we're still very undersupplied as a nation um we're short five million homes currently which is a massive amount i guess kind of a standard year was a year a million and a half new home starts um so we have a lot of time before we can fill that gap and then on top of that was what's coming down the line which he spent a lot of time was talking about the cohorts groups of people ages 26 through 34 which are your first time home buyers yep and they're coming quickly and they're going to be here for a while buying houses well and they're the biggest generation Largest they're bigger than the baby boomers by so far what he say it was like eight to ten years we're yeah. going to see them and they started during the covid market Correct. and then they got priced out too quick because yep. of the investors yep. so they're going to be coming back yep it's crazy yeah where's that slide at i don't know where that slide is this one keep yeah. going yeah i mean it's we haven't seen a demographic group that big that's right here at the age because he said the average age of the homeowner is 34 when they buy. Yeah. He said right now between 28 and 38, there's 50 million first-time home buyers. Which is just crazy. Yeah. I wish I had bought at 24. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I was much older when we bought our first home. I was... No, actually, I wasn't that much older. Yeah. 26. I was 30, like 26. Yeah. So um, that's... I don't know. I just wish I had bought a lot earlier, yeah. like straight out of college, just bought something just to stick my name on it. Correct. Well, and what he was saying is most of these people have been in, once they turned 26, they were in rentals until they're 34. So they're figuring out that rent is really high. Yeah. And they yeah. can buy something and they can change something about it. You yeah. Know? And I think a lot of um, the demographic really wants to own because they see that wealth can be built through real estate and he talked a lot about that well just the, like you that. said this is this is a generation coming into the market that they're going to get a lot of money from their parents yes to buy homes correct so or take over their their current homes correct yeah there'll yeah. be a lot of wealth transferred so what else what else was a big takeaway i think you know buying down the rate quit getting hung up on the rate get you know if you're a buyer get the seller or the builder Correct. to buy down your rate or you only need it for two years if that mm -hmm. yeah i mean just do a two one buy down yeah i was just gonna say those if temporary buy downs it, are talk to scott yeah yeah <laughs> the two one buy downs are there's a three two one buy yes, down yes they just released that what Correct. last week and i've yeah they used to do get it. into the knickknacks but it's hard because the, the subsidy on the three two one buy down is quite big so if you're doing like an fha it's yeah wasn't it out. like 2.25 percent or something 2.5 five three percent or something he said yeah it was high correct it it's really high. high and there's okay, so th i feel like we need to dive into this in layman's terms otherwise we're going to lose people at this point <laughs> <in the> podcast. <laughs> yep. so so the two one buy down in general is a you have the seller 
or lender or realtor help pay a subsidy, which gets put into an escrow account. So your payment for the first year is 2% lower on the first year. The second year, it's 1% lower. The difference in that payment is pulled from the sub the subsidy that's in that escrow account each month by the lender. So what I was getting at was that subsidy amount is that if it's a 3-2-1, the subsidy is much higher than the 2-1. Right. And there's restrictions with how much a seller can contribute based off of the overall loan scenario. Especially with FHA and VA. Correct. Yeah. And depends on how much down and all that good stuff. So. Yeah. So if you don't use that money that is in this subsidy account, right. then you can use that money to refinance into a 30-year fixed when the rates drop. Well, what happens when you do a refinance when you're on a three or two one buy down is whatever's left in that subsidy account is just a principal buy down, pay down. So which is even better. Correct. You that money if it's three thousand dollars, your balance is then less. Your payoff amounts is less three thousand dollars. So if it's a hundred thousand dollar house, you're only refinancing ninety seven thousand. Correct. Yes. Sorry, just throwing it in layman's yeah, terms. I, I know. That. We forget. Sorry. 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 We, I deal with this every day. So yeah. 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 So the the two one buy down in a nutshell is amazing product. If especially that's what we we're saying right now. The winner, the sellers are more apt to negotiate that type of. Well, program with you. some of them are coming down more than they would have been putting in a buy down. Correct. And if you did a buy down, a buyer's probably going to come along a lot quicker. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, versus it. What did they say? They're looking what it's going to cost them in closing costs and what their payment's going to be. So if you want them to buy your house, their payment has to be reasonable. Yeah. That means you need to do a buy down for them. Yeah. And that's where the listing agent needs to. That's what I've been telling my clients. Yeah. Yeah. It's either that or you're going to take a hard hit on the price. Correct. So you choose. Yeah. I think I'd want to keep my price up and, you know, do the buy down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all closing. Like it's all cash. It's all yeah. cash right. at closing. Yeah. Yeah. And on a normal buy down, a, a permanent buy down, you pay the points to buy the rate down. That money just, there's a break even point between right. the difference in the payment and what that cost is. And you will never receive that or recoup that cost. Did, was that in layman terms? Was that good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I mean, I understood. Um, I love the what he talked about, the graphs about renters versus homeowners. Yeah. That was shocking to me. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like I say this all the time, is rent is 100% interest. Well, like, you're just paying yeah. somebody else's payment for right. them. If you're going to pay a mortgage, pay your own. Right. But yeah. when, when you look at this chart and it shows that people who are renters have very little wealth as opposed to the people. And I, when I say little, I had to look for the red bar. Yeah. It's at the very bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some things in there that you can skew data, but the whole theory that, you know, you can use the difference in your payment and invest it in some type of an account right. is going away quickly because of how quickly rents are going. Because yeah. it's more expensive to rent in most cities now than it is to buy. Yes. Even with, with the rates are high, with how high they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got clients that got priced out of the market and their rent went up $300 a month this year. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a huge change. Yeah. It's a giant lifestyle yeah. change. And then they, their budget, they could afford so much more, but because of the housing prices aren't there in their, their dollar amount right now, 
they can't do it. So they're paying more rent than they would have for a house payment. That's crazy. Yeah. It is. So there's a lot here. There is. And I mean, there's more than one way to get into the game. Like we're pushing, we're telling people that this is probably one of the best opportunities that we see in the foreseeable future to get into the housing market. If you're a, you know, principal owner. Right. Um, but I mean, however you need to get it, if you have to borrow off of your 401k, if you yeah. have to do th- something with your, a lot of those 401ks have benefits for being a first time home buyer. Yeah. yeah and as the, long as you're using it for a residence, a primary residence, mm-hmm. they're not penalizing. No. Or so, yeah, there's a lot of different, yeah. which is huge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've had quite a few buyers have to do that over the last year just because of the cost of getting into the game. But right, right now, it's like, just get in the game. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we just want to go on record. <laughs> Six months <laughs> from now, people are going to say, we should have done this. Yeah. We're screaming it. Please go do it. That's do it one of right the big now. reasons why I wanted to do this podcast is because it's historical data now. Right. And all we've been listening to is, you know, what the feds are saying, what the media is saying, and that is not actually Correct. everything that's happening. Yeah. So just like what was done last week. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then as the months go on, I think we'll see slight, slight improvement each month. Yes. Yeah. Um, one thing I heard today, which was interesting to me, um, they were talking about people are still spending so much money. But what mm-hmm. they didn't mention in that, and this is the first time, I think, in anybody's lifetime, eating out is cheaper than eating at home unless you have a big family. That people can go out to eat cheaper. So more people are eating out. So it looks like people are just blowing money. Mm-hmm. But I know my husband and I, for two of us to eat, it's expensive to buy everything. You know, if you've got a family of five or six, you it's much cheaper to eat at home but mm-hmm. the days used to be where it was always cheaper to eat at yeah. home so don't be confused when you see people spending money that they're just rolling in dough it's just cheaper to go out yeah depends I on where you're thought eating. about that but it's if it's, you notice you go to any restaurant they're packed and you typically see like one person or two people you know you're still going to see families going out but not all the time but the restaurants are packed and I kept thinking, why is this happening? And then I heard this where they were talking about people are still spending too much money and that's concerning the government. It's because they can't do it at home. That's interesting. Yeah. Think about it. When Next time you're in a restaurant, mm. look around. Yeah. You can, for you to buy stuff to make a lunch, just as an example. Mm. I mean, you're talking about, you know, just cold cuts and things are 10 to $15 a pound. Yeah. You can go and get a sandwich for 6 to $7 at a restaurant. Yeah, that's interesting. And get things with it, you know. So it was very interesting. I'll tell my wife that whenever she yells at me for going out to lunch so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, a lot of these places, they understand it and they're staying busier. Yeah. Yeah. So Interesting. Yeah. So I don't think people are out there blowing money. I think yeah. it's just it's cheaper. So. So. Big takeaways. The the market's going to slow, but still remain above a previous decade. And that's where it goes back to what you're seeing on the news. Um, what's reality is the p- previous decade, we're way above that still, even oh, though yeah. we're slowing down. Mm-hmm. Um, the mortgage industry still needs the right size with personnel in the secondary market, which will happen over time. 
rates will drop. Yeah. Five and a half. Thinks five and a half by year end next year. Next year. Next year end. Let me clarify. Yeah. 2023 year end. Year end. But we could, I mean, if data comes out again, we could get close to that by. I know that was, that was aggressive. I didn't expect it to go down to six and a half. Yeah. I'm curious to see what they're going to do in December when they meet. Yeah. I I don't think they're going to jump it up like they were talking about. No, I think it's going to be a little lower. 50 basis points. Maybe they'll do 25. No, they were talking 75 still. I feel like that's just aggressive yeah well it's aggressive to where it'll stall stall the whole economy not yeah. just the real estate market yeah they have just given up on this quote-unquote soft landing they're just yeah. like mm, no nope, <laughs> no nope, forget that no, yeah it's just happening yeah. we're done here we're gonna yeah. crash this plane um demographics versus supply so we way off kilt there's gonna be so much demand not enough supply for many years oh yeah it's i mean it's still a big problem a lot of people think a lot of the shortages have gone away they have not yeah well and so i went to the home builders association they do a post-mortem meeting after the election and even listening to that and they're just projecting what they think is going to happen based on um who has been elected and they're, you know, this person is an environmentalist, so we're expecting to, them to vote this way. You know, all of the political crystal ball that, you know, all of our news networks are notorious for. Um, so they were talking about it, and they're saying that the Tree Protection Act in Raleigh, Raleigh is the city of Oaks. We are in the state of North Carolina, which is the land of the longleaf pine. Like, we like our trees. And they're talking about the tree protection acts and how they're trying to negotiate where they can, if there is a tree that they need to take down for the foundation of a home, or if it's going to be too close to the structure itself, that maybe they could plant another tree and trying to negotiate those things. And the costs of permits have just skyrocketed. And so, I mean, even to build a home, it's becoming really cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, the labor. Yeah. I mean, materials, labor, the permitting, the fees for the counties. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's all adding up. Yeah, and I mean, one thing that they could do is maybe help with the fees. Yeah. If if you're going to build in a specific price point, let's do something. Right. Well, I and I mean, I think that's the only way we're going to get. We don't have any affordable housing right now. No. I mean, not even a, not even apartments for people. I mean, there is no affordable housing. Yeah. So that's something that they keep saying they're looking at, but that's something that has to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's like, stop looking, start yeah. acting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. just hard with how much everything costs. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the land is so expensive. Yeah. I mean, the builders, you know, a lot of people thought when builders were taking so long to build that they were just dragging their feet so they could make more money. They are paying such a high rate mm-hmm. on their construction loans. I tell people, you have no idea. They like, want to sell would that not house sleep. faster than you do. Yeah. They want to be done in 90 days if they could do it. But, yeah. you know, there's yeah. people's homes that I had took over a year. Yeah. And they weren't like custom built homes. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. national builders. It's just crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think we're still going to see a lot of that for a few years. Correct. Yeah. Um, what else? Winter is the best time to buy. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Right now. Right winter. now. Like, it feels like winter outside right now. It does <laughs> Today feel like winter. Especially. Yeah. We had a cold snap. It is so cold. <laughs> yeah. Wearing a hoodie and a coat. Yeah. <laughs> like. So um, 
yeah, list your house, get it set up right, offer some incentives, yeah. and it will move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I think if you price it right and you don't try to price it how the prices were Correct. Six at the end ago. of July, I mean, you're going to sell your house very quick. They're still home selling Correct. with multiple offers, yeah. but they're priced right. They're and, not trying and to... And they show well. Yes. They're yeah. not trying to put it back to the market that was when investors were competing Correct. against the homeowners. Yes, for the love of all home things buyers. holy, sellers, put your underwear away. Mm-hmm. Nobody <laughs> wants to see it. Make Talk your away. bed. Yeah. Yes. I mean, junk was selling before. So put the toilet seat down, the toilet lid down. That's my big thing. Like, we want to know that there's a toilet, but we don't want to see inside of it. No. 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 I can see that. We all know what they are. Yeah. Yes. We all use them. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Anything else that was a big standout that we didn't cover? No, I think that's it. I'm I'm done with my soapbox. Put it away. Okay. (laughs) You know, I think. Definitely the investors being out of our current market. I mean, I think that's huge. Yeah. And They'll for, especially for the buyers that may listen to this that got knocked out early on Correct. in 2020. Yes. I mean, come back because yeah. you don't know what a builder will pay down and you might be able Correct. to afford a lot more than you think you can yeah. right now. So yeah. Yeah. we just need supply to get up as much as we can. Yes. Yes. We, we wrapped it up pretty quickly. We go right at the 30 mark. Yeah. We did a good job. <laughs> nice. So anything, last words, goodbye? No, I guess um, I don't know that we're going to have another podcast before Thanksgiving. So should we say happy Thanksgiving? We should. We happy should. Thanksgiving. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. Gobble, happy gobble. Thanksgiving. Yes. Enjoy your Appreciate family. Appreciate everything you have. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy Absolutely. it. All righty. Toodles. Bye. Bye.